0: First things first, Rob man, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Simple as way to start. How you how you holding up today?
1: Good, good. It's uh really
0: hot here. It is really hot. Yeah, it's cooking today. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, no worries. Um, and on a bigger picture, because I mean, even at this point into it, every interview kind of starts with the same thing. How you been holding up personally throughout the last 18 months of chaos?
1: Uh I pretty much was just working and coming home. Um, Definitely sad and depressed as far as not being able to do what I like to do, which is go out and play shows and tour. And if I'm not playing shows, I'm at them. So I'm not even seeing it. So uh, it was definitely hard to to deal with and watch, you know, from a band as small as mine, the big bands like Cannibal Corpse, you know, the biggest bands out there not being able to do anything. it, It was brutal.
0: Do you do you remember your last uh, show that you went and saw?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I went and seen Vader, Abysmal Dawn, Ah, uh, Hideous Divinity, and Vitriol was my last show. And when was that?
0: February. <sighs> <sighs> are things um things getting better? Are things beginning to open up where you are? It's yeah, it
1: seems like you know we're turning the corner as far as like opening up and playing shows and all that. Um. Uh, you know, I I said this in another interview the other day. It, it was definitely uh, bizarre to watch all the sports games be able to happen and not the concerts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I say that as a pro masker and all that. Like, dude, like I wear my mask, I got vaccinated, and all but it was really hard to watch. Oh, you can have football games and basketball games and soccer games, and then there's no concerts.
0: Oh, I mean, I can completely relate. Literally, yesterday was the European Championships finals, England versus. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm, I'm not English, <laughs> I'm Irish.
1: <laughs> I didn't know if you were rooting or not.
0: <laughs> um, football's football to me, but uh, yeah, I mean, personally, you're looking at 60,000 people in a stadium and uh, we can't even get to a, a thousand person live music gig. It, you try not to let it bother you too much, but you, it does. I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i excited because like it's, we have some tours happening in the fall that seem like they're likely going to happen. So I'm hoping it turns the corner for you guys too. I've seen a couple shows and fests pop up or smaller fests with limited capacity. So I'm hoping that this is the turn of the corner for the industry because a lot of
0: people, whether it's booking agents, managers, anything like that, uh, everyone's hurting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, and as you already said, no matter the size of the band, from the biggest to the smallest has been affected in some way. You guys, the professional side of things, how much of an impact did this period have I guess on the work of the new album, "Malevolent Thoughts of a Hastened Extinction."
1: So, we had canceled. I think it was four tours we had fall through. So we had a a merch bill that we kind of ate it on, (laughs) but it gave us time to work and you know worry about like personal lives and getting our finances situated. But as far as the writing, I think it was a blessing in disguise because we would have been on tour and doing stuff, and this gave us the time to be like fine tooth comb fine tooth comb again on all the songs it was different for us because i think we only had three songs written oh. prior to the, you know covid happening and we only had two or three band practices together with them songs and the rest of the album was written remotely just sending each other files and all so we didn't see each other again till we got in the studio
0: Oh, that's an incredible length of time then. And that whole, I guess, sharing the files, Zoom meetings, things like that, that you might've been doing. I mean, how much of an adjustment was that? Was it something you all found ended up being quite natural as you kind of went along? Or even by the end, were you just kind of like, this is too weird? It was
1: definitely both. Cause we've always been, let's write it at practice. Let's get together. And like, we'll usually go to a rehearsal with like um, like a skeleton of a song or strings of riffs. But it was weird. Cause like, a lot of us didn't know how to use guitar pro and I'm like sitting there guitar pro in the files out. So that like, cause one of the guys was on the road for work at the time. Mm. So he wasn't able to get together and learn stuff with me. So I'm sending him guitar pro files to learn stuff and all that. So, uh, it was definitely different, but I think it was productive. And I think in a way it saved time instead of getting together in the room and then you're laughing and drinking and bullshit. And it was just like, here's the files.
0: Here's the homework. Almost turning it on necessarily so into a really professional environment yeah it was terrible (laughs) (laughs) so that extra time then to perfect basically every little detail of the album does that make you feel as though this might be a most refined release compared to earlier work easily easily
1: i think there was less just uh us being sporadic or just having like Riff salad songs, so to speak, and stuff like that. And like, I think we were able to take our time with like, what riffs need to be repeated, or hey, this bass line could be this instead of that, or you know, vice versa. Yeah. And uh, it just, I th- I think it paid off in dividends. Myself, that's me. I'm probably wrong. <laughs>
0: well, that's really interesting, then, because I have to ask, considering you were that was a forced situation. Is there stuff then that you've taken from it? You're thinking, you know, well that worked quite well for us. We might approach similarly similarly in the future. I'm
1: sure a lot of this is going to bleed into whatever we
0: do next, mm-hmm.
1: for sure. But I think there's going to be some still getting together and stuff like that as, as time goes on and stuff like that. Well, yeah. I mean, I definitely want to get together now because I haven't seen my buddies hardly ever except for recording. Um, we did a, a live footage set that got recorded for a fest and uh the music videos have been the only time we've really seen
0: each other and all been in a room together yeah because obviously you what you still want to hang out with your friends at the same time yeah
1: yeah totally totally like i said i I don't really see anyone so like it's
0: been uh it's been shitty in that aspect (laughs) no i get that i get that talk us through some of the inspirations that it helped shape the overall album because if someone who hasn't listened to a single bit of music by you, right, looked at the title of the album and the cover, in particular, that stunning artwork, it might lead people to think it's kind of maybe heavily based around end times and stuff like that.
1: So it's funny. I'm so glad you like the artwork, by the way. And I know the artist would be flattered. Uh, the funniest story about the artwork is we had the album title, which was kind of just like us spitballing ideas and our drummer said it. And we were like, that sounds cool like there was no like actually like oh we should name it this because of this we were just like that sounds pretty neat <laughs> so we sent it to Pedro Cena Lord art and we said you draw whatever you want no art direction we didn't give him an idea we just sent him the album title sent him a couple songs and said you draw whatever you feel wow. like and that's what came out you must and we were been. thrilled we yeah. were thrilled <laughs> but um other than that, like, I think it was just like music we were listening to and stuff like that. Just like, you know, every album, something new comes out that you're like, man, I wish I, we should do something like that next record. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of that happened for this record, which is normal yeah. and natural. But uh, Disentomb and Ulcerate were real big influences. Surreption, some of that stuff was like really in there. And then like the n- normal
0: Cryptopsies and Origin and stuff like that as well it's interesting i think as people kind of get used to the record and start to unpack it and unpack lyrical content and stuff like that they, they'll find some surprises the one that really kind of took me by surprise is to feed the worms now who's the big soul reaver fan uh so
1: i'm a soul reaver fan but our singer shane's like a massive soul reaver fan
0: so you yeah. caught on to it you caught on to it it's 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 fascinating and obviously you shared some information about it on social media and instantly uh, if a uh, game is out there I kind of like instantly caught on to that aspect of it um are, are you all gamers in that aspect
1: yeah i think our guitarist harry's probably the least gamer and he's still a gamer he'll chime in and like he likes playing some like mario kart or smash brothers mortal kombat stuff like that he used to play a lot more when he was younger but uh he's still games and stuff but like me, Shane, Tyler, and AJ are all like pretty big gamers. And it's funny th- because the mall's actually about,
0: are you a Halo fan? Yeah. yeah. It's about the flood from Halo. <laughs> that is one that has, I definitely didn't pick up yet. Fascinating. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Not
1: that we're a video game themed band, but it was just like my singer, he even had said at the time, like he was struggling some with lyrical content. And uh, Tyler, our bass player wrote that song because our singer you know he was like not working his job was shut down and all that so he had like no inspiration in a way because he wasn't out living life and you know having things to air out in a way so he started
0: going into the video game stuff yeah because it's interesting because the expectation would be well you might draw your inspirations by simply looking out the window and seeing the state of the world and the state of the country and politics and stuff like that but it's not necessarily always the case
1: right right sometimes it's just real life experiences yeah And if you're not having them because you're trapped inside, you know what I mean?
0: It's like hard. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it. So the genre of technical death metal, it's as constrictive as many others, even though you guys have obviously way more strings to your bow. And this album showcases a lot of that too. Do you find getting the balance of technicality, heaviness and so on as straightforward perhaps now and on this album as maybe your musical careers have gone and developed onwards?
1: I think it's just us getting older and being <laughs> grumpier and being like and being grumpier and being like, yeah, dude, you know, maybe we should just focus on songwriting. Like, I never thought we would be like that, but uh, I remember when I was younger, I was always like, I want to be like Spawn of Possession and Necrophages and stuff like that. And as I got older, I was like, I don't have the time to practice like that and and attain that. And like, I tip of the hat to anyone that that can play any of that stuff because like. It takes time to refine your art and all, but uh, I'm I'm thankful that we're able to do what we do and like it comes really naturally because like I don't know any of my music theory at all. Like I don't know anything like I'm a total idiot when it comes to like music theory and all, but I just write stuff and, and thank God it seems natural to me and then people are like, oh man, like you guys must have put a
0: lot of thought into it. I'm like, I, I just wrote it, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it just happens do you find yourself then kind of looking around at some of your colleagues in other bands that are kind of young in the last decade or so on and doing a similar style of music and uh taking not necessarily inspiration but prompts and stuff like that that, like that from the more modern style of it rather than the old school yeah
1: like like i'm really good friends with this band um you might have heard them wormhole and they're like phenomenal musicians and all that and like they filled in for us before for other members if they couldn't do it and like they're a big influence to me where I'm like, man, like they because I see myself in a way in them where like they're young and they're really into playing their instruments. And I'm like, I got to find that in myself again at times because they're so hungry and they're always looking for new music and they're so excited. And like as you get older, you're just like, oh, I like what I like. I ain't going to go listen to new stuff. And thank God I still get captivated by death metal so much. But I, I do find myself being around people. where I'm like, man, like I, I want to think like that again or, or like get into
0: that stuff again yeah but it's not something you could potentially force because then it it might not come out in the way you want it to i guess right right so
1: is a bizarre thing
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i'm no musician so i can't quite relate to a lot of those sort of elements the creativity part dude there's times you could be
1: down and out and you're like i'm going to write music and it's going to be awesome and nothing comes out and other times you're in the best mood and you're like i don't need to really play guitar but i will and you'll write riffs and it's supposed to be the other way around oh, you're miserable, it's going to come out in your music and sometimes it doesn't.
0: (laughs) When when have you found, if there is a running theme, you're at your most inspired?
1: I don't know. Mm. Because I feel like it comes randomly. There's been times where I've been down and out and I'm like, I'm going to play guitar and I'm like, so glad I did. And there's other times I'm down and out and I'm going to play guitar and nothing comes out and it gets you more down and out. And then there's times where I'm like, uh, I'll pick up my guitar and noodle with it for a little bit. And next thing I know, I, like, I wasn't even planning on writing
0: a riff. And here comes seven riffs in a row. Oh, fair enough. Oh, I was ex- wasn't expecting you to say you sit in the toilet and that's when it all comes out.
1: Right, right. No, I mean, there's times I'm in my car and driving and I'll be like humming a riff that it just comes to my head. I'm like, oh, that'll be cool. And then I record it or oh. I f- just
0: forget it. Or I forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably got a whole album right there of stuff I forgot. Of course, the new album is out this Friday, 16th of July. Lots of reviews already coming in and general fan feedback to what we've heard already. It's been very, very positive so far. Does that relax you ahead of effectively sending your baby out into the world to be judged?
1: It does, because I become such a nervous wreck. When we go into the studio, I'm a nervous wreck and then I get it done and then we come up with the video stuff and that, you know, we're like, Oh, I hope that's going to look cool. And then when the first single drops, I'm such a nervous wreck because obviously I write the music for myself, but you want people to care about it as much as you do when you write it, because yeah. it means something to you and you want it to mean something to other people. And uh, it's been really, really humbling to see the feedback and all the good reviews for this record. Cause like you'll want it, but you don't expect it.
0: That's fantastic. Fantastic. And, and
1: and I always I said this the other day to someone else. I said, no one's getting paid to write these reviews for us, really. You know what I mean? No
0: one's going like, oh, I, I have to give cognitive a good album review. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because hilariously it's like you could go, well, what about if they were getting free tickets to your shows? What shows? There are none. <laughs> right, right. No,
1: it's it's humbling and it's flattering. And uh, you know, we had hoped people would dig it, but like we didn't have like any expectations for it but it was really cool to see all the all the positive feedback and, and whole type PR has been doing great with the
0: record absolutely, absolutely and of course Lisa,
1: Lisa's treated us like
0: gold yeah that's good, I'm glad to hear that, I mean of course as the dust settles um, more and more come out of it, so the last one then the remainder of 2021, kind of building upon the album, is the hope, because that's what it really is at this stage, hope, just that you're able to get out and just basically play live?
1: We're hoping, we're trying to get on some like tours in the fall. We don't exactly got like the hopes for the world for it, but we're hoping if we don't get on any of the tours we were trying to get on, bare minimum, we'll be able to set something up ourselves for like November, December, and just yeah. do something short just to play again. But uh, we've been really paying attention, just focusing on like booking stuff for next year and everything. We're trying to get over your way. We We were there four years ago now. So we're trying to get back over to
0: Europe next year again, we're hoping. It is like always watch this space and fingers crossed things will go the right way across the world because that's the thing. It's not just you playing tours in America. You want to get out there and do Europe and UK and so on
1: everything's so different i mean my heart goes out to people in australia right now and new zealand and all because like i'm a huge psychoptic fan and they're getting ready to go on tour and like it takes because the way they handle it over there is if there's a case an outbreak that you know district or county or state or whatever shuts down and if you're in a touring band you're getting ready to play there now you got to adapt to that go somewhere yeah. else and Australia is so massive and distance between cities where it's just like, it's definitely a a new world out there for the touring bands.
0: It is, it is. All I can say is best of luck for the release and what the rest of 2021 holds for you. Rob, thank you so much for taking the time to do this.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for your time. And I I appreciate people like you that even do this stuff, man. It it means the world to a lot of bands.
0: Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on GBHBell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, twitter and tumblr go to patreon to help us out over there that's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as big cartel where you can find some of our merchandise we have a podcast running on soundcloud and apple podcasts and of course if you like this video do us a favor hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow games horror and heavy metal what else is life for